Hey guys, how you doing today? And we're before we get into the topic of today's conversation, uh, which is an important one for owners and managers. Uh, are your accounts set up the right way? Uh, just wanted to mention, uh, I'll be sharing a, a little business-related clip at the end. I love the conversation about a certain individual that uh, hopefully you'll find informative, entertaining, and inspiring. Uh, stick around till the end and we'll get into that. But anyway, uh, to the topic at hand, uh, are your accounts set up properly? Why do they need to be set up properly, you might be asking me. Well, a lot of small and even mid-sized business owners don't have their chart of accounts and their accounting system set up properly because they're not really, they're not really focused on it. They're not paying attention, uh, at least as much as they should. And I've seen, I've seen companies as large as around $15 million per year that have all of their costs in expenses or slash overhead, and there's no cost to get sold. Uh, why is that? Well, a lot of that has to do with reliance on accounting professionals. And this is not a slight against accounting professionals at all, but accounting professionals are focused on compliance, compliance with the law. Uh, will your cost of goods sold, not having cost of goods sold or having, having the improper cost of goods sold affect your tax return? No, because the government doesn't care what, what your expenses are. They're only interested in the total of your expenses. They don't care whether you have direct costs or indirect costs. Yeah, they have the separation there on the tax return on, on that, but do they really care if you make a mistake um, on what segment, what a proportion goes in the cost of goods sold and what goes into expenses as long as the total is correct? No, they don't care. And unfortunately, a lot of accounting people they don't really care either because it doesn't it doesn't affect them. But what it does affect, and again, I'm not picking on CPAs, I'm not picking on accountants. I'm just I'm just explaining what I've seen. This is what I've seen, and why why it's not good for the the business owner to to have that incorrect. So what do I mean? Well. Direct costs are costs associated with selling a service or a product. So in other words, you know, if I use this pen, for example, there's a cost for material, there's a cost for production, there's a cost for labor, there's a cost for insurance uh, that's related to production um, and that sort of thing. So for every dollar that I, if I sell this, sell this pen for say $10, if I sell it for $10, do I get to keep all that $10? No. All those costs associated with production have to come off the sales price. So sales minus the cost of production and all the, all of the, all the direct costs that I can attribute to the production of this pen. If I subtract those two numbers, I'll be left with my gross profit. Now, once I have gross profit, this is an actual number that I can use. So let's say are my direct costs with this or cost of goods sold or sometimes called cost of sales. I mean, it's the same thing. Let's say my cost of production is $3. So that means my gross profit is $7. 10 minus three is seven. So for my gross profit, I can then pay my overhead and whatever's left over uh, is, is net profit before taxes. Why is that important? 
Well, it's important from making from making decisions. So if I don't know my direct cost, my cost of goods sold, can I understand how much more sales I will need? Let's say if I want to add an employee. No. Do I need a hundred thousand more in sales to pay for a hundred thousand dollar a year employee? The answer to that is no, it isn't. It's higher. It's more. How much is it? Well, that depends on your cost of goods sold. It depends on your direct costs, cost of goods sold, direct costs, cost of sales. That all means the same thing. It means the cost of producing a product or service. Uh, a good way to separate that understanding so your chart of accounts is set up correctly is this. Okay. If I turn on the lights in my office, as an example, and I don't get any more business, do I still have to pay for the lights? Do I still have to pay property taxes? Do I still have to pay for the heating and air conditioning or the maintenance on the building? The answer to that is yes. Do I have people in the office administrative people that 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 they need to be paid but they have no there's no correlation to sales so they're under overhead i still have to pay that expense even if i don't make any sales the answer to that is yes what about a field worker field worker is not overhead a field worker produces for the company. So they're a direct cost. What about workers' comp insurance? That's a direct cost. Most of that is direct cost. That, if you want to do it correctly, you should separate that where uh, workers' comp insurance for people that are working out in the field in production or in uh, manufacturing or producing a product or service, whatever it is, business that you're in. And then you have workers' comp insurance for people that work in the office. Those are two. Should, those, those two should be separate if you want to have an accurate uh, understanding of what your gross profit is. So this is how you build it. But all your direct costs should be under cost of goods sold. And that is labor out in the field, uh, maintenance for uh, vehicles that are being used for producing uh, your products or services, maintenance on equipment, uh, and, and, and that sort of thing. So I don't know what business you're in, but anything that you pay that is only an expense if you produce a product, your product or service that you're providing your customers, that goes into direct costs. And then once you have that set up properly, when you run your accounting reports, you're going to know what your gross profit is. That's gross profit. Once you have gross profit, you understand what your overhead is, then you, that will help you make better decisions about expenditures on capital and maybe adding more workers or, or other things that, that the company needs to uh, invest in or or do so it'll help you make those decisions okay that's all i want to say in this video about that now let's go to fun facts okay so kfc i want to talk about colonel harlan sanders he's no longer with us uh unfortunately he passed away back in 1980, but many of you might be familiar with KFC, KFC restaurant chain, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, so Colonel Sanders, uh, legend says that he pitched his franchise idea for the fried chicken a thousand and seven times before somebody said yes. 
I don't know how accurate that is, but he started doing this pitch kind of later, later in his life. And he at one point had over 600 locations and ended up, ended up having to sell it or wanting to sell it because he was just, he was just tired. He was overwhelmed by all the work. Uh, so he had over 600 locations in 1964. He was 73 years old and he sold, uh, he sold those for $2 million at that time, which is the equivalent of almost 17 million today. Uh, shortly thereafter, the, the guys that purchased it from him took the company public. Um, anyway, my, my point is this, he took action. He kept the ball rolling. He didn't give up. Results don't come without action. So even at his late stage in life, he took action. So the moral of the story is it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter who you are. If you don't take action, results will not come. So hopefully you like that little story. Look it up. It's actually uh, his life story is, is, is an interesting one. It's very interesting. You can look it up uh, online. And uh, anyway, back to the, the topic of the day. If you enjoyed the video, please like, share, and subscribe down below. And we will see you in the next video.